What up everybody, man? It's the Tackle Thursday with JK Podcast. The Tackle Thursday with JK Podcast is a self-help podcast that targets young adults that are in the midst of establishing foundations in their lives in areas such as their career, their relationship standards, and or role as a parent. So today's uh, topic that I'm tackling, man, I'm tackling four lessons in 34 years. man shout out to me shout out to all the gemini's out there man gemini season is real you know a lot of us man as 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 scholars man sometimes we don't get to celebrate our birthday in school because it's kind of a summer birthday depending on where you go to school at um i didn't realize that until i got to tennessee and i realized how school is out right so me as an educator i ain't get really get celebrated or get a happy birthday man but it's all good but shout out to the gemini's out there man and so uh man i i you know anytime my birthday come around or you know huge events um come around i like to do a lot of reflection and, and it's something that i encourage my my young adults to do that i teach um and those that are listening live or watching this um on replay uh, live and or replay uh man is that uh, you want to you should reflect right on your life and 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 um celebrate yourself and i know everybody doesn't celebrate birthdays I, I know everybody doesn't think birthdays are a big deal but to me they are a big deal right it's it's another um a year another milestone um you know that you have been blessed to see and reach uh and, and so i just want to share with with my audience share with those that that rock with me that 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 listen to the podcast watch podcast um depending on what platform you consume the podcast man i just wanted to share the four lessons that i have learned i didn't learn a lot of lessons over my 34 years man but but just really the four that just kind of pop out to me right now right so your boy 34 we tackling the topic four lessons in 34 years and i challenge you to tackle this topic in your own life maybe you 18 what four lessons have you learned in your 18 years of living maybe you 25 what four lessons have you learned in your 25 years maybe you you maybe you 35 whatever that is man take some time man during the show after the show whenever you watch and listen to this man to to really jot down some of the lessons that you have learned um over the course of your life thus far and, and that that you could share with others um so they could go on and, and and not make some of the mistakes that you have made in your life or go on and experience similar successes in in their own you know sector or field or journey uh in life man and so my first lesson lesson number one um that i want to uh focus on man uh, out of the four lessons i learned in my 34 years lesson number one is fear is not a stop sign Fear is not a stop sign. That's lesson number one. And, and what I had to uh, understand, this is a lesson that it took me a long time, I'm talking about into my, well into my adulthood, uh, really to just understand that, you know, fear is not a stop sign. And I think like growing up, because we all feel fear. We all, um, fear is present right uh that i you know a lot of times people uh, want to say oh no fear is not like no fear is real Free, fear is present now whether we choose to walk in fear whether we choose to let fear control us or we control fear um that you know that's the difference but fear is real and, and so i think for a long time i looked at fear as you know being a a stop sign um a stop sign to 
for me to not do what it is that that I might experience fear with. And and I shared this on many videos, different episodes, even if you go to my podcast page, man, which is Tackle Thursday podcast. So make sure y'all go follow that, man. But um, you know, I talked about how you know I got the opportunity to to work out um, with Patrick Peterson um, in the NFL, and um, this you know, and so. Um, the opportunity came and, and I turned down the opportunity because of fear. Um, and it was the fear of failing in front of other people. And when I look back, hey, you already know life is a run on sentence of wins and accomplishments. You already know that, bro. Hey, so when I when I look back over my life and, and I'm like, man, when that opportunity came to train with him, I, I let the fear of failing in front of other people stop me. I thought that, oh man, because I feel fear, this means not do it. But what I've learned in my 34 years, man, is, is that just because you feel fear about something, just because fear is present, doesn't mean you should not go. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't go after that goal or that dream of yours just because you feel um, some trepidation or just because you feel some hesitation or just because fear might be present. It doesn't mean you shouldn't go after that goal, right? But but like I said, when I was younger, 21, 22, and, and fear was present, I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that then because I feel fear. You know, maybe I shouldn't do it. But, but, but as I learned, man, in these 34 years thus far, Fear is not a stop sign. So whatever that is you feel fear about, whatever you, you might have doubt about, whatever um, you might be hesitant about, just know that those emotions doesn't mean stop. It's not a stop sign, um, right? Uh, you, you might have a job interview or you might you might think, man, how how am I good enough, talented enough? Uh, am I equipped with the skills to go apply for that job? And, and those questions may all be real. Those feelings, those emotions may be legitimate, but it but it doesn't mean not apply for the job. Right. And so that's man, I, I had to learn that I, I had to learn that, man, that just be that fear is not a stop sign. So whatever you chasing your goals your dreams um it might be in your relationship like like right some people may be looking to get married and you know especially my fellas out there right because if we ain't if we honest a lot of fellas might be scared to get married right but just because you might be scared to get married doesn't mean you shouldn't get married right just because you 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 know it's fearful uh, or you feel fear doesn't mean it's a stop sign. So that's that's my first lesson that that I learned. You know that that stuck, stood stands out to me in these 34 years of my life. Um, fear is not a stop sign. So I always realize that. I always understand that. And I try to share that with the young adults I work with, the scholars I work with. That just because you you, you know you're scared, do it anyway. Like if you could make your dreams come true all on your own, then they're not big enough. If, right? That 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 your dream should be so big. You should be dreaming so big that that. that that it really should strike fear in you. Or you should be like, hey, I'm gonna get that. Man, am I good enough for that, right? Those things because you're dreaming that big, right? So um, lesson number two that I learned in my 34 years, man, is uh, I have the power. I have the power, right? And I think, man, you know, growing up, I learned, you know, in my walk with God, I, I learned about how powerful God is, right? Um, and But I don't think I really took hold to how powerful I am. 
that I have been made into the image of Christ. And even the Bible, God tells us in the Bible that we'll be able to do greater miracles, greater works than, than, than he has done. Right? Um, and, and so a lot of times I've seen in my life, I thought that I was waiting on God. Like I'm like, okay, God, I want that to happen. I'm just waiting on you. And as I realized that I gotten older, I realized like, in other areas and some areas of my life God been waiting on me and that, and that might be the case for some of y'all that you may be waiting on God you may be saying okay God when this gonna happen when when the relationship gonna happen when I'm gonna get a new car when I'm gonna get a when my business gonna take off when when you know when when this gonna happen and God may be saying as soon as you do your part because we got power to make things happen now we ultimately don't have the last say you get what i'm saying like you know because we can't overturn god's will like like we're not god however we have been made into his image and so there are things that that we have the power to do and we can activate things that we are asking god for and so for instance like i remember in 2020 during the pandemic and I was like, man, you know, I had a, um, me and my wife was interviewed, um, you know, one of our reels uh, that we uh, that we posted, man, about uh, infertility, right? I, I battled with infertility and how we overcame it. God bless us to overcome it. And it went viral. And so, you know, some interviews came and we did a podcast, you know, um, was on a radio station interview. And I was like, man, God, like, oh, man. Like, I, I like, you know, I enjoy being interviewed, man. I, I want to talk more, I want more opportunities to speak, right? So I'm asking God, like telling him, like, man, I want more opportunities to speak. I'm talking to him, like, I, as if I'm waiting on him. And then God said, bro, you got your own social media. You got your own platform, bro. You can speak anytime you want, right? Because I got the power to do that. But, me, but but I was sitting back like, all right, God, when the speaking opportunity, when they going to call me, when they going to hit me up, like, Okay, when the more interviews gonna come? But God was like, no, you got power to get on your own social media and create your own speaking opportunities. And it was when I started my podcast, when I was getting on here live and speaking, that more people started to listen and see, oh, Jeremy speak, oh, and then more speaking opportunities came. So while I was waiting on God to bring the opportunities, God was like, man, hey, Jeremy, look, bro, you got autonomy, you got power. You got free will. You got the ability to make things happen. So how about you take advantage of what's in your reach and, and, and give yourself, create your own speaking opportunities by using your own platform. And then God will do the rest. What I couldn't do, which was bring other people to start bringing me in, booking me. So um, lesson number two that I learned in my 34 years is that I have the power. I got authority, man. I got power. You got power to make things happen. Like, I started my own speaking tour. Like, but all it took was obviously praying, asking God for guidance, trusting him, but just putting up the, the speaking tour together, calling schools. And I think so many times I thought growing up and when you, you, you hear and you learn about God's power and authority, but you don't really realize how much power and authority you got to go make things happen. 
So it, it, it's just like, man, a lot of things that I'm experiencing right now that I'm doing, um, it's not, I'm not going to take the credit. No, it was all God, but I know that I had to play my part. And so, like I say, man, lesson number two that I learned in my 34 years is I have the power. And if I got the power, you got the power, right? And so, um, you may be waiting on God to do things in your life, but, but, but God may be waiting on you to do what it is that you need to do uh, in your life, man, to activate some things, man. So um, we might be praying for financial blessings and God may be saying, but I'm waiting for you to save. I'm waiting for you to start the budget, right? Uh, God, you may be saying, God, where the job at? He may be saying, well, I'm waiting for you to apply first, then I give it to you. So, so we got the power to make things happen, man. Lesson number three, it's not about even or fair. And this was a this is a relationship lesson I learned, man, in my 34 years, um, man, right? Uh, coming up on eight years of marriage, and uh, I had it all wrong, man. I had it all wrong. I thought that you know, in my marriage, it's supposed to be even and fair, um, right? Because I'm like, okay, even and fair. But when I really break down the construct of a marriage, a husband and a wife. And, and and what God, right, get the responsibility God gives me. God says, um, husbands, love your wife like Christ loved the church, right? And so when you really break that down, our love for Christ, our love for God, right, can't even compare to his love for us. It's not even even, right? It's not fair or even. Because think about it. The stuff like God gave his life for us. We can't, we can't match that. So that like, so it'll never be even, right? And so while I'm trying to, you know, in arguments, I'm trying to make sure it's even. I'm trying to make sure it's fair, right? I had to realize, yo, like God called you to a responsibility to love my wife like he loved the church. And so when I look at how I love God, even when I'm like, oh man, I love God, but, but my love doesn't trump how God loves the church, how God loves me. So I had to realize, man, that, that God has a greater expectation of me as a husband to make things right. He has a greater expectation to make sure I lead my family in the correct manner, in the right manner. And so what, and it's not easy. I ain't gonna lie, it ain't easy. But understanding, really understanding like, yo, like, hey, Jay, you gonna, you gonna take some L's. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take some L's. You gotta, hey, you gotta say sorry, even when you might not feel like you was in the room. And it's crazy because uh, my son, man, had a little, uh, he had, he had, he was at a little party, right? And, and uh, he was sitting down and a girl ran into his head, right? Ran into his head. And so when she ran into his head, she cried. And so my dog looking around like, okay, like, dad, I didn't do anything. I just was sitting down. She ran into your head. So Brittany like, hey. JK, she crying. You gotta go over there and just say sorry. He like, but but I ain't do nothing. I, I didn't do anything. She ran into me. And Brittany's like, nah, I know I know I understand, son, but you gotta, you know, you got at least go, you gotta go say sorry. 
And I was like, yes, son. Hey, welcome to it, bruh. You, you gotta say sorry, bruh, right? And, and, and some may think like, ah, oh, that's wrong. But no, it's real. Because I, I was listening, um, you know, to this pastor. And he was just saying how women, they receive love through affection. And men receive love through respect. So if that's the case, if women receive love through affection and, and, and men receive love right through respect. Now, we all got different love languages. Um, but when we talk about, right, men apologizing, even if you're not even if you feel you're not wrong, man, it's been so many arguments that kept going because I was like, nah, but I ain't do it. Like, I ain't mean to. And I get it. Like Jeremy, you you might not didn't mean to offend Brittany. You 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 might have, that wasn't your intention intention. But how she's created, how she's molded, she she needs an apology, and she wants the the affection to come within that apology. Even though you might not think you're wrong, uh, even though you might not think you're wrong. So so I had to learn that that it's not about even or fair, right? But it is not. And, and and so like I say, man. God told us, husband, love your wife like Christ loved the church. And when you look at that, like, come on, our love for God can't even compare for compare to his love for us. And so it's a not an even or a fair thing, right? But I have been given that responsibility as a husband to love my wife in that manner. And I got to love my wife in that manner. And, and for me to love her in that manner, I cannot look at it as, oh, yeah, but I'm trying to get even. Or it need to be fair because... That ain't that ain't how God deemed it or called it to be, right? Yeah, equal treatment, like right. You treat your wife uh, right. Your wife treat you uh, the husband right, right? Uh, I'm not talking about that type of you know treatment, but I'm a, I'm talking about understanding the responsibility that's been placed. Um, and I get it in my 34 years now. I get it. The responsibility that's been placed on me as a man, as a husband, um, and not saying I get it right all the time. But it, but it's something that I truly understand now in my in my 34 years, man, of living thus far, man. And uh, in my last my last lesson I learned in my 34 years uh, is give your kids room to grow. Yeah, that that's my that's my fourth lesson I didn't learn in my 34 years. You know, I got five years, almost six years into the into the uh, uh, parent game, right? Uh, being a parent, and so I think. That is probably one of the biggest lessons. I mean, obviously, love, love your kids. You, you know, um, spend time with them. That's that's the that's you know how you show them that you love them. Spend time with them, right? They want to know that you love them. Um, you know, yeah, gifts and stuff. That, that's cool. But at the end of the day, they want that time. They want your time and attention. Um, but give your kids room to grow. And I think that I really seen that with sports because anytime you teach your kids something, right? Um, you want them to get it, snap it off your finger, right? Uh, you, you want them to appreciate that cuz thank you. Thank you for being on too, cuz, um, love you too, cuz, uh, you, you want them to get it right away. But I realized that our kids are sponges and they're soaking things up and life will push on our kids hard enough at some point in time where what they soaked up will come out kind of like a sponge right when you put water in a sponge the sponge holds the water it's not until you squeeze the sponge and see 
what comes out. And, and that's the same way I see like with kids that, that I could be teaching JK something about soccer or, or, or right? And I'm like, you know, a flag football, basketball. And I'm like, son, you gotta get it. But he's soaking it up while we practicing. But it's not until the move or the, the, the maneuver is required or pushed or forced out of him in the game that he doesn't. I'm like, oh, he got it, right? But I gotta give him that time to, to get it. I gotta give him that time to, to grow. Brushing their teeth, man. Oh, man, I used to be like, man, dang, I gotta go brush their teeth because it was so hectic and crazy. But eventually they got it. Now I'm like, hey, go in there and brush your teeth. And, J and Jayla watching JK, so she caught it. She, you know, younger kids catch it uh, earlier than their older sibling because they had somebody to watch. So, so I could just send them in there now. Why? Because they have grown to get it. Um, man, uh, just, just understanding that because I think we want our kids to get it immediately. And uh, I realize as a parent, I got to give them that room and that grace uh, to grow into who God has called them um to be and become and uh and i think it's such a rewarding feeling when you see your kids do something um that you've been pouring into them um even like today this morning um you know we me and Brittany, we've really been you know urging them hey hey the first thing you do right you're gonna pray when you get up in the morning and then you want to get on them, them you know you're gonna you gonna watch a bible story right and uh jk this morning Man, boy, got up. Boy, when he got his iPad, he said, yeah, I got to watch a Bible story. And it, and, it, and it blessed my heart because it's like, he get it. Like what me and Brittany and, 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 and uh, the whole village, right? My in-laws, sister-in-law, you know what I'm saying? They soaking it up, man, and, and, and they get it, man. And, 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 and right, because it, it is a pleasure um, to see them, you know what I'm saying, just walk into them being them. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, right? Cause uh, we we raise them up, and we know, like, we know they're gonna be and become their own person. And so um, we do our best uh, that we can while they're young. And then even when they get older, I realize too, working with young adults, that parenting don't stop. You feel me? Like even myself, or now, you know, with my mom and dad, or just kid, like. And I think I grew up, cause you know, you hear like, oh, yo, when you get 18, it's over. I'm out, I'm growing. Like, no, man, like you parent and you parent, you might parent in a different way. But as your kids get older, man, you, you continue to be a parent. You know, you might not hover over them. Um, but yeah, because they never stop. Hey, nah, it never stops, man. It never stops. But uh, that's a blessing, though. It's a blessing. So, hey. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's, that's what I got today, man, for, for the episode, man. Four lessons in 34 years that I wanted to talk about. Like I say, my birthday was on June 6th. Um, blessed to turn, see 34. Uh, and I want to just share 34 lessons with, with my, those that, that, you know, rock with my young adults and those that, you know, that listen to it, watch it live and they'll replay the podcast. Uh, and just to reiterate the lessons that I shared, man. Lesson number one, fear is not a stop sign. So even if fear is present, even if you feel fear, that doesn't mean to stop. That doesn't mean to stop chasing your goals and dreams because you're you're fearful of failing or you're fearful of, of not getting what it is you want. Now, understand that now having fear about certain things is a good warning sign, like not to do something right. 
um right so so if you see a big bear you feel fear hey that means you need to run away from that bear right so so understand what i'm saying understand the context of where that fear is present if that fear is trying to stop you from chasing your goals and dreams now nah, you keep going you keep pursuing that goal and dream but if that fear is trying to prevent you from doing something that's life-threatening doing something that that can can harm you then hey you might want to listen to that warning and 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 um tread lightly and maybe go the opposite way uh and then lesson number two i have the power you have the power to make what you want to happen happen now ultimately we're not god so so god's perfect will is going to be done but i realized that there were times in my life or there are times in my life when i think i'm waiting on god and God is really waiting on me. So if you're waiting on that big financial breakthrough, God may be saying, I got it right here, but you might need to start a budget. You might need to save more. You might need to be become more financially affluent before I give it to you. If you want that job, God may be saying, I got the job for you. You got to apply to it, right? Just like I said, right? So I wanted more speaking opportunities. I thought I was waiting on God to bring the opportunities. God said, no. You got a platform, start speaking on it. And when I started speaking on it, more speaking opportunities started to come my way. Thanks to God, right? Number three, it's not about even or fail. And this is, as a husband, understanding that my responsibility as a husband, oh, I I got to keep the family together. I got to lead the family. That, that, that how I'm expected to love my wife is how Christ loves the church. And we know that the love that that Christ showed the church is not comparable. He gave his life for the church, right? So as a result, I used to be trying to, oh, make sure the argument, I'm trying to I'm keep arguing because I think it's supposed to be even, but I got to understand that I had to understand the responsibility that has been placed on me. Not saying I still, I still struggle, but I get that and I believe I'm better now in my role as a husband because I understand the expectation of me as a husband and knowing that it's not about even, it's not about um, fair in, in, in that say, you know what I'm saying? That, that I have to take that responsibility and love my wife like Christ loved the church, right? And um, hey, appreciate it, cuz. Tell Kim I said what's up, man. Love y'all, tell the family I said what's up too, cuz. And, um, and lesson number four, man, give your kids room to grow. I know we want our kids to get it like yesterday. I know we want them to be writing, uh, doing uh, physics at seven years old, but we got to give our kids time to grow. All right? We had time to grow. Shoot, we still growing right now, so we got to give our kids time to grow and develop into who God has called and destined them to be, man. Hey, so that being said, man, y'all continue to wake up, striving to win on purpose, be intentional about winning, and y'all have a blessed day. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Jeremy Kellum, subscribe to the podcast on podcasts and flat platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchorman. And catch another episode of Attack of Thursday with JK Podcast next week. Y'all have a blessed day.